Hello, this is Paul. Welcome back to Marijuana Talk. Today we're talking about a bill that would federally legalize marijuana and expunge those who have marijuana convictions. This bill is called the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act, or MORE for short. It was introduced to the House within the past year, and in November, it passed the House Judiciary Committee. Today, we have two special guests to discuss why the bill is controversial and its chances of becoming law. First, let's start with Marty Dean, a sophomore at Duke. Marty, why do you think this bill is so controversial? Hi, Paul. Thanks for having me on the show. I'm excited to discuss the MORE Act. It's a controversial bill since it involves a drug classified by the DEA as a Schedule One. Schedule One defines drugs with no accepted medical use and a high potential for abuse. This bill would remove marijuana from Schedule One and legalize it recreationally. And what does the public think about that? Is there any polling on this topic? Actually, Pew Research conducted a poll in their American Trends survey with 2,500 respondents and concluded that two-thirds of Americans support marijuana legalization. However, there is a partisan divide, which can be expected. They found that 78% of Democrats support legalization, while 55% of Republicans support it. But that's still a majority. Interesting. I wonder why there's a divide between Democrats and Republicans. Let's delve deeper into why people oppose marijuana legalization. Well, Paul, people tend to be against the idea of legalizing marijuana for several reasons. For instance, some believe marijuana is a gateway drug and that the use of drugs in general is immoral. On the flip side, proponents believe marijuana has medical benefits, would free up law enforcement to focus on other more important crimes, and will generate a lot of tax revenue that would strengthen the economy. This partisan split may account for some of these differing views. Interesting, Marty. What I found most interesting about the Pew poll is that views supporting legalization are consistent across education level, gender, and race. The most significant difference in support is among age groups. Only 35% of people aged 75 or older support legalization, while roughly 70% of people all ages below 75 support it. That's double the support. How can you characterize this difference? I think that people 75 and older feel left out because they generally don't smoke marijuana, so this bill doesn't really affect them. Like we said earlier, some may also view marijuana usage as immoral. These are great points. Thank you, Marty. We'll get back to you soon. Now I want to talk about who's affected by this bill. Welcome Olivia Levine, another Duke sophomore studying public policy. Olivia, what are your thoughts about who's going to be affected by this bill from your public policy lens? Hi, Paul. Thanks for having me on the show today. Of course, this bill is going to help Americans who smoke recreationally. There would be no more legal consequences. It would also help anyone who has a prior record of marijuana convictions, as the bill would expunge those records. Lastly, communities of color would largely benefit from this bill, as it reinvests tax revenue into communities most affected by the drug war. I assume the economy would also benefit. Correct. The economy would definitely benefit, because the bill includes a 5% sales tax on all cannabis products. This all sounds great. However, many people have worries about marijuana legalization for various reasons, some of which Marty mentioned earlier. For instance, it may lead to more car crashes because marijuana inhibits drivers' reflexes. And what about parents who don't want their children to smoke? Yes, Paul. Legalization could definitely normalize marijuana usage, which could be of concern to some. Some drivers and parents would likely be part of a group that opposes a bill. Maybe even some police officers who don't support the usage or expunging people's records. It seems that this bill is kind of divided. 
But I think part of that reason is because it encompasses so much. It includes the federal legalization of marijuana, it includes the reinvestment opportunities, and it includes the expungement of marijuana-related charges. Do you think that this causes any issues? I personally think that this bill has too many moving parts. If we want this to pass Congress and the president, I think it should be separated so you have a bill regarding the expungement of marijuana crimes and a bill on federal legalization. I think both are super important, but they need to be in separate bills if it's going to pass. There are too many interests at play. Marty, what do you think? I disagree. I think that legalization and expungement should be together in one bill because having a variety of interest groups that are focused on one bill is a good approach to persuade politicians to vote a certain way. In this case, there are major interest groups that would support this bill and have historically had a lot of influence in American politics. For example, agriculture interest groups would be in favor because they can make money from production. Also, the alcohol and tobacco industry are in favor. Really? Would they make weed beer or something? Yeah, for example, Constellation Brands, a beer import company that owns Fedco and Corona, is beginning to infuse marijuana into their products. Wow. So the alcohol, tobacco, and agriculture interest groups are all in support and have influence in Congress? Yeah. Criminal justice reform interest groups and organizations like the ACLU, who represent the marginalized communities most impacted by the war on drugs, are also in support of this bill. Olivia, Marty's talked a lot about interest groups that are for the bill, but who do you think would be fighting against it? Most importantly, pharmaceutical companies will be fighting against this. They lose out on prescription drug sales because people choose marijuana over prescriptions to relieve their pain. Then, there are also private prisons that will be fighting hard against this. The fewer crimes that put people to jail, the less profit they make. And lastly, there are anti-drug groups that view marijuana as a gateway drug and that will fight against this. They don't have a lot of influence, but they definitely have some. So what should be their strategy if they don't want the bill to pass? The interest groups that don't want the bill to pass have to target Republicans representing older constituents and donate money to Republicans up for re-election. In addition, they should focus on persuading representatives of areas where there is a high concentration of private prisons because those representatives should be listening to their constituents. I want to hear both of your perspectives on whether this bill has potential to pass. Olivia, let's start with you. If it weren't for Big Pharma's strong lobbying tactics, I would think that this bill would pass. But because Pharma has a strong opposition to this bill, I think they will sway Republicans with campaign donations and their lobbying to vote no. And since Republicans are the majority in the Senate, it won't pass. Marty, thoughts? I think it could pass. President Trump has not been vocal about his opinions on this issue, so he'll likely follow the Republican leadership if the bill hits his desk. Well, that's our thoughts on the MORE Act for now. Once it hits the House floor, you'll likely hear more about it in the media. But in the meantime, don't smoke too much because it's not federally legalized yet, and your record won't be expunged. That's all for now, folks. See you next time on Marijuana Talk.